Anyone who works in a marketing agency knows the web development team can seem to exist in their own little world. But it turns out that world is actually full of a lot of really interesting and technical info. On this episode, I'm joined by Tim and Rachel, two people on Tower's web dev team, who know how to take that info and make beautiful and pretty awesome websites. They walk me through the pros and cons of WordPress, and if it sounds like I'm learning a lot as we go along, it's because I am. These two are great, and I think you're really going to love their viewpoints. Before we dive in, be sure to like and follow us on whatever platform you're listening to this on, and check out towermarketing.net for more. Welcome back to Tower After Hours. This is episode 56. I am joined with our web development team. We have Rachel and Tim. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. I'm doing well. Awesome. Thank you. And we have to add some context. The development, Rachel, not to put you on the spot, but you did tell me that you, you're not maybe the biggest fan of talking on the, the podcast, right? Correct. So I just wanted to say that I'm very thankful that you would join me anyways, because so far you're doing great. Um, but this episode, we're, we want to touch on uh, the pros and cons of WordPress, basically advantages and disadvantages. Obviously, probably everyone's aware that it's a super popular hosting platform. We use it for a bunch of client websites. At my other job, other things I've done in marketing, it's almost always been WordPress. I think I might have used, is it Tim Rachel's like Blue Host or something like that? Is that I, another one? I, was say, I think I think so. WordPress is more of a uh, of a content management system. Uh, yeah, Blue, and Bluehost is like a, a a hosting platform for, you know, you would put a WordPress install on Bluehost. Got got yeah. So WordPress is everywhere then, man. It really is. Yeah. It's got everything on it. So we want to uh, talk about just a general uh, overview of that. Hopefully, provide some. Nice insights. So diving into it, um, this is WordPress, obviously in content here at Tower Marketing. We're always in it if we're making on-page updates, our client websites, you know, we use that as a content management system. I think our sites are generally hosted on there, that sort of thing. But I wanted to throw it over to you guys just from sort of a 30,000 foot overview of what are the advantages and disadvantage of it, disadvantages of it? Why do you think... Maybe it's gotten so popular. Like, do you really love it? Do you think it's the best one um, to use? And then maybe what are maybe some drawbacks, like things that you kind of wish they would improve, um, things that maybe annoy you in your day-to-day when you guys are kind of working on it so much? I mean, I guess the reason it's probably so popular is because it's free. It's open there you go. to the public. You don't need to pay to use it. <laughs> I'd say it's also been around for uh, quite a long time. I remember I think it kind of came in the heels of uh, when Wikipedia came out and people were making uh, wiki pages. So blogging was kind of, you know, some people needed blogging platforms and WordPress came out and mm-hmm. came out as you know one of the premier leading ones and got popular because people could use it and just kind of went off from there, I think. It came out in like, what, 2005-ish? Yeah. I, re- I remember using it back then. Well, so it came out in 2005. Do you know, like, what were people using before that then? Just kind of 
I mean, me personally, I was using it to run a fan page, which I will not disclose what the fan page was for. I think I know who it was, and I will not disclose it either, but... Yes, thank you. So, <laughs> it's I, cool. I would say, in, in, in ye old days of uh, dial-up internet, uh, you would basically handwrite your own content pages. So, I mean, that's like the era of uh, when you're using Macromedia Dreamweaver, not oh, Adobe oh, Dreamweaver. Oh, oh. Or, uh, yeah, so. What a time. Yeah, those old days... Okay. I've heard of Dreamweaver. I also like to say in, this is some inside baseball for Tower, but I'm for some reason in the dev chat for Tower. <laughs> I wish it was added at some point. And, but I love it because all of the things you guys share, I like have heard, you know, just with what I have to do on a day to day, but I really don't know what it's about. So maybe I'll get some information from this episode. But I also think that it might be just similar. You guys will say things I feel like I've just heard other developers say, but I really don't know what it is. You just nod your head and agree. <laughs> like the memes, you know, that you guys share. I'm like, dude, this would be the funniest meme. But you got to be on the inside. Programmers have their own subreddit. Or programmer humor <laughs> is its own subreddit. We have our own memes specifically for us. So... um WordPress. Okay, so coming out about 2005, free, probably you know easy enough to use. Um, so, but you guys were around in development in web dev before WordPress. A question that I had for you that I genuinely don't know: Do you feel like it's made your lives a lot easier as web developers, like in a marketing agency setting, or just in general? I mean, um, for me personally, that, yeah. I'd, I'd think. I mean, I, I think you're right. You would have the most experience with it because you probably have developed in WordPress longer than I have. I would say I had an internship in college with WordPress. The only time I really didn't work with WordPress was my first job. But after that, it's been nothing but WordPress. Okay. Yeah. I would imagine that's kind of nice. I mean, that it's homogenized enough where you could jump maybe from that. And if you were like in another setting, WordPress is there. But Okay. It was just a little, just for curiosity's sake. But, um, okay, so pros and cons of it. Like, what would you, free, maybe easy to use, do you have anything else that you think makes WordPress, like, the the content management system to go to? Like, why it, it stands out from the rest or just things that you guys like about it when you're using it so much? I know in content, like, the, the I've used a couple other ones previously, not here at Tower, but WordPress, the thing that, I mean, it's so easy from my end to use, but it's always like set up for me and, I, and I'm going in. But like, I'm, it's so familiar at this point. I know where everything is. It operates the same from obviously website to website that we're hosting it on. But from the development side of things, are there other specifics that stand out that you're like, yeah, this is kind of what makes it the one to go to from all the other things? I think 80% of the, like, so when it, I know, out of the box, when you first install it, it, it it takes care of, I'd say, like 80% of your needs out of the box. Um, I mean, if you're running a basic site where you just need to have content management, uh, you know, a way to upload images, I mean, it, it has you covered. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to add one or two plugins to do something specific for a specific like uh, SEO, or if you need to have something like a form, there are plugins out there that you can easily add on. They're all like mm -hmm. almost one or two click installs. Um, you know, it, it's it's easy and fast to set up as a result. Um, so it, it does what it does very well. 
Um, and if you do need that extra functionality, it's just a click or two away. Yeah. Yeah, that is really nice. I was going to say too, probably one of the nicest things about it is that it's like the ease of use when a client wants to do something. There seems enough like it's easy enough for them to do something hopefully where they don't like, you know, break something or like screw it up. You know, like if you want to add a blog, you can make it really easy for them to like go in and just add a new post. That stuff is really nice. Um, Because even I remember previously like in my career in content i've you know we'd have clients come in too with just where they're using like a squarespace right or like uh wix or something <laughs> rachel's not a uh, squarespace fan but like honestly i thought those were like a little bit more difficult to use now maybe some of it's because i just didn't use them as much but like wordpress is really nice about how simple they make the layout i think when you're giving a client access or something and that is i mean it seems kind of like a small thing but in your day-to-day it's really nice if you can remove sort of like the margin of error and not have to fix something that somebody broke. But that's just kind of my side of it. Um, Okay. Well, cons, let's speak about this. Are there things about WordPress that just constantly recur when you guys are doing your job that you, that are just really annoying and frustrating to you? I think the biggest one is because it's so easy to install plugins it also makes it very easy to over-install plugins. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You end up bloating your site, which ends up slowing it down. Um, and the quality control of plugins, because they're community-made, uh, is uh, all across yeah. the spectrum. And it's a very common occurrence for us to get an email from our hosting service saying, uh, by the way, this plugin that came out that you have installed, uh, yeah, it has a security flaw in it. You need to patch it. Um, we get plenty of those. Uh, so that's the one that's the one don't like about that. Because, um, yeah, yeah, WordPress had a bad rap back in the day. It's still, it's still trying to shake it off of just being uh, you know, a security, you know, just you know, full of holes in terms of security. You don't really see that much nowadays in terms of core issues with security. It's mainly... Um, how these plugin developers write their stuff that interacts with WordPress core that is where you get into trouble. Um, Virgil, what do you have? I was just thinking that sometimes you can over-customize or under-customize, but at the same time, it does, I guess this is a pro, that you can design it in the back end in a way that can be two different ways and achieve the same thing. So like I've been using Gutenberg blocks and you'd be more inclined to use advanced custom fields, flexible Mm -hmm. content. So we do things two different ways to achieve the same thing. Of course, the implementation is Mm -hmm. completely different. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What's the preference there? So there's the Gutenberg blogs and the advanced custom fields. Is that what you said? Yeah. That, just two different ways of like, just two different styles of going about. Yeah, it, it's um, it's more or less you. It's you. One uses a plugin to achieve um, dynamic content management, where uh, normally out of the box with WordPress you get title, post content, featured mm-hmm. image. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, with the advanced custom fields plugin, is you can start adding custom fields on and say like 
for specific posts or specific pages. I want to add this custom field that you can edit in the admin. Uh, but then you would have to go into your actual template and then say, okay, for this page, I need you to output this specific custom field I collected. Uh, but with Gutenberg, uh, with you know, WordPress's pivot to that where it's very much more of a what you see, what you kind of, uh, what you get editor uh, and page builder, I should say. Um, mm -hmm. You don't have that that one hurdle of okay, I made this custom field in the admin. Now I need to get to show on the front end. With Gutenberg, what you get in the back end is what you'll get on the front end. Okay, got it. So if you're a more visual person, it's definitely more useful. Mm -hmm. Because I know I'm I'm very visual, so it's very helpful for helping me lay out content if design hasn't laid it out for me. Yeah, that's a good point. That's nice. Okay, okay. Um, so we mentioned plugins. Tim, I think that you have a couple of plugins that you want to talk about that are your favorite or ones you like. Um, what what are those specifically? Yeah, uh, so as I mentioned, uh, I'm a big user of advanced custom fields. Uh, just in the sense that in setting it up, um, what normally takes uh, maybe half an hour to set up a custom field in WordPress for, for writing the actual code to add it to the admin, to saving, you know, how, telling how WordPress should save that field to then having it output on the front end. Uh, it takes me like five to 15 minutes to do that. So it's a huge time hmm. savings for me. Yeah. Um, and you can even add in like when you construct them, it, you can add in like repeaters. So you can have it where um, you need to have a field collect multiple times. You can set it up to do that. And all of the logic is handled for you. That's just, that is just time savings in and of itself. It is well worth the cost of the license. Um, the second biggest plugin I use is Query Monitor. It's more of a debugging tool. Uh, it's almost indispensable for me. Because uh, it gives me all of the statistics about uh, query execution time, uh, memory load. It uh, tells me in detail all the hooks, actions, and filters that ran. And for the actions, it tells me what order they ran. Uh, it's almost indispensable in uh, you know putting, putting together really complicated websites that end up using a lot of uh, action listener or action hooks and... Uh, you know, making sure that when you do need that action to run on a hook, it's firing. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, mm -hmm. trying to debug, uh, trying to debug it is very difficult. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so they got me thinking with like potential bugs or issues that can come up in development. You guys are obviously using WordPress majority of the time or all the time. But circling back to something. Are, have you used or do you have experience with other content management systems? And if so, do you like any of them better than WordPress? Or do you genuinely kind of just prefer WordPress uh, and you're glad that you have to use that all the time? I think the only other framework I've worked on in the past was probably Joomla. And I, I love really you say, and I don't even like, I've never even heard of it before. I realized how like homogenized everything is, right? I'm just like WordPress. And then... Yeah, Joomla was another one I've worked with, and that was more of a, another content editor. But it was a, I would say if you could try to compare Joomla to WordPress, WordPress is a lot more, 
I, I mean, and things change over time. This is probably like almost a decade ago, but um, Joomla had a, if, if you took WordPress and Joomla side by side, mm -hmm. WordPress would have looked overly simple because Joomla had a lot of features and a lot of fields and configurations added to it, which I think would intimidate a lot of users, especially if you're trying to set up just a simple blog. So I think Joomla was more engineered than WordPress, okay. um, but it had its own issues, I believe. Um, I think that's kind of true of any CMS, but that, that's yeah. the only other one I've probably have, have had experience with. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way. And I'm not necessarily saying this is like a one-to-one -one comparison, but sometimes the... Like I kind of feel that way in paid advertising when you're looking at like the ads manager of like a Pinterest or a LinkedIn. If you look at them, the one that you would be drawn to, I feel like as a newcomer is Pinterest because it looks really simple in the back end when you're setting up a paid ad. Now, mind you, it's also glitchy and that's very annoying. So as you get to use it, you don't like it. But it's almost uh, in this case, the way that this one pans out is it's overly simplistic and you it ends up pigeonholing you a lot whereas like LinkedIn even though it seems kind of intimidating at the start I feel like it actually is a lot easier to use if you get your hands in it for a couple hours because it almost seems like all the options that you have can kind of steer you in a proper direction Pinterest is like really simplistic and you can kind of get lost in it but you are really not that much to do with it it's just I don't know it's not my favorite platform I'm I'll stop that though because I could rant about how much I'm not a huge fan of the Pinterest ads manager for a long time as I'm sure you guys could about the things you don't like in development but um okay that's good to know honestly I didn't really know most of these things about WordPress because again I feel like the extent of what a lot of us do even when we're familiar with it is logging in and then doing what you have to do with it um that kind of covers my general pros and cons that I wanted to speak about with it. Do you have anything else on your mind related to the topic that you think could be of value with somebody listening? Oh, um, big question. I think the, my, my only criticism I would have of WordPress is it's a bit long in the tooth in terms of <laughs> it's, it's it's software development life cycle. Um, Normally, like, uh, I know this has happened with, like, Magento, where uh, there was Magento 1 as an e-commerce platform, and then the developers of Magento were like, uh, we can't really keep sustaining growth of the product in its current form. We need to make a, a version 2 of it so we can, like, do a re complete rewrite and re-optimization of the code base. Um, and Magento 2 has been released, and then ever since then, I think Magento was then acquired by Adobe. Uh, but I think WordPress, I think is suffering this, a similar issue where it's been, I would like to be, I would like to be interested in seeing how much of the core of WordPress has stayed the same since its inception. <laughs> and then I think maybe it's time for like a WordPress too, maybe where it's a complete rewrite. Cause I know with Gutenberg, that was their whole new big step forward in terms of their, their content editor and the uh, admin. So I think it would be a nice way of them pivoting to a newer uh, paradigm in terms of how uh, sites are used with their, you know, sites are built in WordPress, how sites are, you know, how WordPress is, itself is coded and maybe having it where it's kind of more of a, a model view controller based programming paradigm 
but I think the one benefit with WordPress is because it has not changed that much over time. Mm. Yeah. A lot of people who aren't very strong programmers or at least have or at least who are very familiar with WordPress can mm. probably pick up WordPress at like any point in its life cycle and be like, oh, OK, I can use this. Yeah. Yeah. No, that definitely makes sense. Um, well, yeah, that's awesome. So one final, hopefully fun question. Sometimes we end the episode with this, but um, I asked our design team last time we spoke what their dream retirement job was you know, preferably related to design for the question. If you were like fishing in the, you know, some island, you know, I mean, that's a core retirement job, but for development, do you guys have like, you know, this is my dream. I'm chilling web development job. I'm working on this kind of project or I'm working this kind of job. I'm running this person's fan page, you know, like, is there something like that that stands out to you? Or are you just like, you know, you just don't have that. I'm gonna say I have one. Thinking hard. <laughs> you don't want to say it. <laughs> I'd love to maintain Def Leppard's website. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be awesome. For and for anyone listening, Rachel's a big. You're a big Def Leppard fan. It's your favorite band, no? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do they, and they currently have one. Is it bad? I haven't been on. I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's certain parts of the site that, because I know WordPress, that I can stumble sure. into that have not been, had anything done with it. Okay, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, that should have been covered, and it wasn't. That's a great answer. Tim's thinking. T yeah, Tim's thinking. I, I, I honestly don't know, because, like, in the wake of the whole Facebook DNS catastrophe, I'm, like, yeah. rethinking my entire future career, like, working in <laughs> yeah. DevOps, and I'm like, oh, You're I don't like, want that. I don't want that. That's did you want to deal me. with that, even for 24 hours? You say my fallback would be just to run a dog rescue. That's my fallback job if yeah. the internet yeah, if you're not in... crumbles. <laughs> yeah, dogs will all... You know what? That's actually... Dogs will always need rescued, even if it's just absolutely horrible to work in web development, right? Yeah. There's always animals that need yeah. rescued, so if you have to leave your current field. I must save and pet all the dogs. Uh, I, uh, just like a shot in the dark. Uh, not a, maybe a website or something involving uh nasa would be cool yes yeah yeah i remember we, so yeah yeah because like you know maybe like just maybe if it was just like auto publishing pictures from hubble to the internet or uh mm -hmm. doing something like that i think that'd be pretty cool are you still net tim are you still nasa over spacex i mean you can't compare the two I mean, uh, <laughs> You can see where I really want to take this episode. But I'll tell you one thing. I would, if if Elon was like half quarter million dollars to go like be a Martian seller, I'd easily, or I'd easily yeah. put up like everything I own to get us <laughs> get me off this planet. Yeah. Um, well, awesome. Thank you guys so much. Uh, that was a uh, really uh, helpful and I think a uh, pretty informative for definitely myself to be honest, and then uh, people listening. So, really appreciate it. Tim and Rachel from the web development team. Um, before you stop listening, like us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a like on SoundCloud. Leave a comment. You can visit us at towermarketing.net. Thank you. Till next time.